Hi everybody, this is Miles, well, Fox and Miles, and, and we're here. Lisa. <laughs> and Fluffy. Yes, and Fluffy. <laughs> um, and we're just here, uh, where are we? Um, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. We're oh just, no, Miami. We're, Whoa. we're in Florida. <laughs> we're in Florida and we're just um, doing a quick interview with uh, Miss Lisa here. Yes. And um, yeah, how are you doing Miss Lisa? I'm great. Good, good. <laughs> I'm going to turn it over to Fox because she's better at this interview. Oh, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> okay. Okay. So my first question is, who is Lisa? Who is Lisa? Oh, my yeah. goodness gracious. <laughs> who is Lisa? Um, you know what? I'm just a nomad traveling this country, enjoying everyday life. Yeah. That's who Lisa is. Yeah. It's yeah. just very simple. Yeah. Not like that because a lot of people, when, when they first introduce themselves, it's like what they do or like, right. you know, what titles they hold, that kind of thing. So... That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so who were you before you started RVing? Like, okay, so before you? I started yeah. RVing. Okay, okay, that's a little different. Okay. That's a little different. Yeah, so before I started RVing, I actually have a business mm -hmm. that was started by my father. It's a medical weight loss business. And my father was a physician. And uh, we worked together. And then when he died in 2004, I continued his business. So I continued his medical weight loss business but in 2016, when I turned 50, I realized that my life at 50 was mm -hmm. exactly the same as it was at 40. And it was a good life mm -hmm. in, in D.C. I had, you know, all the things that mm -hmm. you have. But just the repetitiveness of life was getting on my nerves. Yeah. And my father had died in a car accident at 62, mm -hmm. you know, alive one minute and yeah. dead the next. And when something, well, when that happened to me, I just I just saw life very differently and, and very precious and I just didn't want to keep doing the same thing and somehow this RV life nomad life popped in my mind and about a year after it popped in my mind I left I figured out how to run how to really manage my yeah. business from the road yeah. and um, my staff supports me yeah. I support them and I'm able to travel yeah yeah so. So what was that transition like for you, like moving from, I guess, like the D.C., like we talked about the D.C. Uh, professional life, like mm -hmm. into being a nomad? Like what was that process like for you? Probably the hardest thing was the downsizing. I think because you, you've created this life with all of these things. So as I was downsizing, what I realized is that all these things that I had were part of that old life yeah. and my new life was not a part of those things mm -hmm. at all. So for example, I used to do some entertaining. So mm -hmm. I had all those, you know, Pyrex dishes yeah. <laughs> and crock pots and all yeah. those things. Well, I don't need that in, yeah. in RV life and in the clothes and just a lot of those sorts of things that you have when you have a regular kind of regular life, mm -hmm. sticks and bricks, mm -hmm. you know, regular professional life that as a nomad, at least for me, I didn't need anymore. Yeah. So that that's kind of how it was. So that's really the, the physical mm -hmm. transformation. But really, I think the, the mental thing is just realizing that not only do you not need the physical things, yeah. but you also don't need a lot of the other mental things yeah. that go along with with regular life. So, yeah. you know, I don't watch TV. I don't really listen to music or mm -hmm. or I kind of got off of social media. I mean, I just have a very simple, very quiet life and it really allows me to really appreciate sort of every moment of every day and take take all of those things for what they are. Yeah, and I think that's beautiful, um, adopting a quiet life because we know in DC it's not quiet at all. Not quiet at all. <laughs> it's busy all the time, whether it's traffic or just, you know, especially like on Capitol Hill, like that yeah. area, political. Exactly. 
Um, there's always something going on. And you mentioned like you're getting you got off of social media. So like, why did you do that? And like, what like uh, benefits have have those have that yielded to you? Again, I just think okay. it's it's just a lot of noise. Yeah. And and when you have so many things coming into you, especially things that really have nothing to do with you, yeah. right? Nothing to do with at the end of the day what your life is about. But you allow those things to take up space, mm-hmm. whether it's in your mind, mentally, or even physically mm-hmm. ha- having a lot of things then to me you can't really think clearly you can't appreciate and if there are things that you're trying to figure out mm-hmm. it's harder to figure those things out when you have a, a lot of noise yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's funny because it's so silly but like people a lot of people will think like oh well what about my shows or what about you know being connected to other people a lot of people use social media to connect to other people yeah. so like how do you maintain connections without like like disconnecting from social media. So what's interesting about connections is that I have been able to see people who I haven't seen in 10, 15, sometimes even 40 years. And to be able to go and spend time with them in their regular lives, you know, just on a regular, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So it's not like we're all on vacation and we're on vacation mode. (laughs) I'm able to be with my friends in regular life. And so the depth of connection that I'm able to have is incredible. Uh, more of a depth than I would have been able to have in my regular life Mm -hmm. and with people that I wouldn't have been able to have those kinds of Mm -hmm. relationships with. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have uh, one of my line sisters in St. Louis. I was able to spend a month with her. I would have never been able to do that (laughs) in in regular life. And to see people that, that, you know, maybe never came back for homecoming or never came through D.C., To to be able to do that has just been incredible. And now it's funny, I have a lot of people saying, well, when are you coming to see me? You know, when are you coming to wherever? I'm like, I'm coming, I know, I'm coming, I'm coming. It's on the list. Yeah, it's on the list. It's on the list. And they like it too because then I'm kind of calm and they sort of get to see how I live very simply, especially because they knew me from before. Mm -hmm. So to see such a dramatic change and to see sort of how how much more calm I I am. Mm. I don't know. It's 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 a great experience. Really Do you cool. get people that want to try to visit you, like while you're out on the yeah, road? Yeah, I've had probably about five or six different people <laughs> fly out, which is amazing. They're yeah. just like, okay, Lisa, where do you think you'll be yeah. in a month? I'm like, okay, <laughs> let me let me figure it out. So yeah, I've had one of my best friends fly, or actually two friends fly to Seattle. With one of them, we drove up to Washington and Canada. The other one, we hung out in Seattle. I had a friend or one of my line sisters fly into Minneapolis. I've had somebody fly into Las Vegas. Um, my my mom flew into Phoenix oh, and then we traveled so it's nice. been really great and for most of them they're like yeah see how you do it Lisa but nah, maybe not maybe, maybe not this small yeah yeah but yeah. they appreciate what I'm doing yeah yeah that's really cool so when you talk about like your impact on people like I know that like we talked we talked last night about this but like how your lifestyle then inspires other people to either like chase a dream that they might have or like to pursue something or to be disconnected from the things we think we need to be connected to. Like what has been your experience with inspiring other people? So I never try to convince anybody, well, except for you guys to stay full-time RV <laughs> yeah. life. Um, but in general, to me, it's not really about RV life, yeah. but it is about deciding how you want to live your life mm-hmm making a plan and then implementing that plan. Mm-hmm. Because I do think, well, first of all, you got people who, who have no plan and they're just kind of mm-hmm. living. 
But then you have people who, yes, maybe they want to do something different, mm -hmm. make a plan, but a lot of people don't actually implement. Mm -hmm. And that's like, I think the hardest part, yeah. especially when you're doing like a major pivot yeah. mm -hmm. with your life, like something, something mm -hmm. that I did. But there are a lot of people who want to travel who may not want to travel in an RV. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They may want to travel internationally or whatever, but they have so much in their regular lives, just mm -hmm. all the stuff mm -hmm. that now it requires a lot of money mm -hmm. to house all that stuff. Yep. Mm -hmm. But if you simplified your life, yeah. you know, maybe mm -hmm. you don't need mm -hmm. a 2000 square foot house if yeah. it's just two of you or just one of you. And if you could downsize mm -hmm. the amount of money you would save, mm -hmm. you then could travel. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. So it's just, a, to me, it's about, we spend so much money on a lot of things that maybe just temporarily, yeah give us some some joy yeah but yeah. i think a lot of times it's the experiences that you really remember mm -hmm. more than the things mm -hmm. and that's one of the reasons why we did like last month we tried to anyway it didn't really work out that well but we tried to do like a no spend december oh, okay yeah. so like no, it, was bad. <laughs> it, was bad. it didn't work well because <laughs> no. we were traveling and it was just this whole other thing yeah. yeah right but um the idea was we did the, the year before then i think we did pretty well that time but the idea was like you know christmas time is in december and everyone mm. wants to give all these gifts or these things yeah. and so what we thought was like, well, one, we were one downsizing and we didn't have anywhere to put any stuff, mm -hmm. but also it's not about the thing. It's about the person who gave it to you. Right. right. So I would rather, I would much rather spend time with the person yeah. than with the thing they gave me. Cause mm -hmm. I mean, look at kids and you know, I'm grateful for gifts and things like that, but you look at children when they get gifts on Christmas day, they're really excited about it. But then like, you know, maybe two days later, they're not playing with it anymore, yeah. you know? Right, and, and so, so like a perfect example of that. So one of my very good friends, we've been friends since uh, freshman year in college, uh, she was getting married mm -hmm. and so she was having her bridal shower. Mm -hmm. So I decided to go there and surprise her. Right. I flew in, but I didn't bring a gift, yeah. you know, and I told her, you know, kind of my whole attitude, because I really haven't given gifts in years, because yeah. it's just, we all have everything that we need. I mean, right. we That's really good. don't need anything else. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. You know, and, and I, but I did tell her when you're going through and you're opening the gifts mm -hmm. and you have your spreadsheet, you're not going to see anything <laughs> from me. And she, she understood it because yeah. she knows how I live. Yeah. 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 No, that's perfect. So to me, kind of going there was, yeah, that's the gift. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. more the, absolutely the important part. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for yeah. sure. So when you're talking about a uh, community, you were talking about visiting friends that you may have seen like in the past or went to school with things like mm -hmm. that. How do you build the community and cultivate community now? Like, because I think a lot of people might be like, oh, I'm by myself. I'm not going to be able to hang out with anybody. But listening to you, like you've been a lot of places yeah. <laughs> where where there might be like meetups or like events. So like, what is your process in like picking the events you go to and like meeting people there? So really my process is if I hear about something that I want to do, then yeah. I just go. Yeah. That's really my process. Yeah. If something falls in my lap, yeah. then, then that's what I do. Yeah. And so by going to whether mm -hmm. it's like a black cowboy festival or I've gone to some other RV nomad mm -hmm. convergences and you meet other people. So like I have this one friend, her name is Julie. Mm -hmm. And um, we both started out RV life at the same time two mm -hmm. years ago. She was coming from Michigan. I was coming from Maryland. Mm -hmm. And we first met up in New Mexico and I've met up with her about four or five times mm -hmm. in different parts of That's the country. Cool. Yeah. And actually last summer, she's from Grand Rapids. I was actually able to go there and stay on her mo or in her mother's driveway wow. for, <laughs> for a week. And that That's was great. Cool. And so we became friends because we were both solo women nomads. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. That's really important. And 
I love the fact that you're just like, oh, if I'm interested, I go. Cause I, you yes. Know, you know, like, because we, we think like, oh, like there has to be a process, right? There has to be right. some sort of like strict plan that you stick to. But it seems like in your travels, like you're just kind of like, you're always open to changing your mind. Always. Yeah. I sat in my driver's seat and changed my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because of weather, mm-hmm. but, but sometimes because I found out something was going on somewhere else mm-hmm. and I'll completely change my mind as to where yeah. I was going. Yeah, that's really cool. I kind of have themes, like I sort of want to go that way, yeah. but <laughs> the, the direct route or if I need to change it, I'll change it. Yeah. Because again, I mean, every moment of every day for me is my decision and that's yeah. a very powerful place yeah. to be. Yeah, that's good. So when, when it, what it sounds like to me is like freedom. Like, I don't know, that that's like the word that just comes to mind. So like in your words, like what is freedom to you? Like, For, well, it's interesting. I, I have a couple of tattoos and my first tattoo in the 90s was a symbol for freedom. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So it's been something that I've been kind of seeking right. yeah. all along. Mm-hmm. Freedom and peace. Yeah. Those are kind of my two. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and spirituality, but mm-hmm. but we'll say freedom and peace. Mm-hmm. And so it's something that I've wanted for a long time. And it really wasn't until RV life that mm-hmm. I actually got it. And like I said, the, the ability to choose every moment of every day mm-hmm. as to what I want to do. Like even meeting up with you guys, mm-hmm. you know, probably less than 24 hours before <laughs> I met up with you guys, I was going to be going somewhere completely different. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. And then you know when you said this is where you're going to be but you're going to be leaving and I was like okay well I'll just go there instead that's cool. <laughs> and that's amazing to be able yeah. to do that on a Tuesday yeah. it is it really is yeah. it really is with my home yeah yeah, yeah. with everything with my you home. need yeah and it's, it's cool because yesterday we were talking about this a little bit but in the beginning when we first started RVing we thought we had to have this plan like yeah. we're going to go here at this date this time whatever and then Again, on the second leg, we're just like, uh, whatever. You right. know what I mean? Like, right. yeah. wherever we really feel like going, yeah. we'll go, you know? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so you mentioned um, a couple of questions back, but um, in regards to your pivot, you're making your, you know, this dramatic pivot in your life. I know we've had conversations before mm-hmm. about how like your friends and family mm. at the time weren't necessarily, yeah. necessarily <laughs> like, open to that, like, one, how was dealing with that and I guess going through the process of making that pivot and dealing with people who are close to you. Like it's different when like for us, when we put videos up on YouTube about what we're doing, or whatever, and people online may say some stuff, but it's always mm-hmm. different when it's people actually closer to you. For like sure. our parents <laughs> are probably still not okay with us <laughs> arguing right. and stuff like that. So right. like, that would be the first question. And um, the second question is like when you were making that transition after you dealt with that or whatever, did you at all feel homesick? Mm. And I know you've okay. mentioned, you know, like this is your home now, right. you know, but right. before you are where you are now, like, did you wrestle with that at all? Okay. So in terms of the people mm-hmm. close to me, yeah. I think the people closest to you are the ones that try to define you the most. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. They have these certain expectations yeah. of you. Yeah. And especially with my life in DC, my life was very much like many of the people mm-hmm. that I was around. Yeah. And there's nobody mm-hmm. who did what, what I s- said that I wanted to do. Right. And so it seemed yeah. off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so, yes, they, they were concerned. They definitely thought that it was a problem. But as I started talking about it, mm-hmm. and then I think also people who've actually seen my RV, mm-hmm. 
they're like, mm-hmm. you know what? I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. You know, and now that I that I've been out here yeah. and people have seen what I've done and what I've been able to experience, yeah. they're like, you know what? I get it. Yeah. You know, I yeah. really I really understand. And again, while maybe I wouldn't want to live in an RV, mm-hmm. I sort of understand, you know, yeah. the, the mentality right, and the right. process and right. some of the, the, the freedoms and the letting go yeah. of all the stuff. Yeah. Um, in terms of being homesick, not at all. I mean, I, I call my mother every day. Yeah. Um, I find the three hardest questions are, where are you from? Where do you live? And what's your address? Mm. Like, I don't know really, and I'm always like, it depends on who's asking. It's like, if you're a cop, I got a different answer than if it's just a friend. So yeah, so like, I really don't have answers to that because I really do feel like wherever my RV is, I'm home. I mean, I have all my stuff. Everything that I need is is here. And it's weird because I lived in DC for 16, 17 years. But I mean, I grew up in Columbia, Maryland, mm-hmm. you know, but now my, you know, it's mm-hmm. just, yeah. I, I don't really have an answer for any of those things. So really, it really is wherever I park it. Right. I, I'm yeah. just, I'm home. Yeah. That's cool. That is really cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So as far as like challenges, what have, what have been some challenges that you faced RVing? And it, they don't have to necessarily be like, you know, life changing challenges. They right. could just be like random annoyances. But like, what are some things that have been challenging you as you've been traveling? So one thing I try to do is if there's something challenging, then I try, well, one, I decide, is it a lesson, a test, or I shouldn't be doing it in the first place? That's, That's kind of the first way that I, I sort of look at things. Yeah. But but the other thing I do is if something is challenging, then I try to figure out how to make it not a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, the biggest challenge was weather, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't like to be too hot or too cold. Yeah. And that first winter, I was in the desert. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, it gets really, really cold in the right. desert. And I got cold. Yeah. And it was cold in my RV. And I was uncomfortable. Yeah. And I just didn't like it. And so what I did was I got a better battery. I have a lithium battery. Mm-hmm. I got solar. Mm-hmm. And then I have a way to have an external propane tank. Mm-hmm. So now, even if it's cold, well, now I can just turn on the heat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to worry about, right, right. oh, is my battery going to yeah. run out or, <laughs> or whatever? Am I going to run out of propane? Mm-hmm. You know. And so that's what I did. I fixed the thing yeah. that made me uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And so now I'm not uncomfortable yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another scenario. So my RV is, is about 11 feet tall. Okay. And so they actually make GPSs specifically for RVs that take into account cool. your height, yeah. your weight, cool. and all those things. And I kind of just gotten it, and so yeah. I wasn't really using it. And I was in the desert, mm-hmm. and I was only going about 40 miles, so mm-hmm. I didn't put it up. Well, yeah. Google sent me down a path with an eight-foot-tall tunnel. Mm-hmm. One Only one car could go through it each time. Right. You know, So here I am approaching this thing, and I tow a car. When you tow a car, you can't back up. Yeah. So here I am approaching this eight-foot tunnel, wow. right? Yeah. Knowing I'm not going to be able to get under there. Yeah. So I just stopped and looked around, and I said, I, I hope I can hook this U-turn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And just waited for traffic to go mm-hmm. and turn it as hard as I could, yeah. went all up on the curb. Yeah. I mean, scratched up the side of my RV yeah. a little bit, but but I hooked that you. Yeah. But, you know, the lesson was always use your RV GPS. Yeah. You know, and so that's the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I really try to, if I do make, you know, a mistake, if you want to call it a mistake, I really try to only make it 
Well, one time. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. One time. Yeah. You know, so now I always have my RV GPS yeah. and I always have another GPS Google running because without having a co-pilot, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you never know what scenario. Let's say there's an accident or yeah. just whatever, you know, yeah. so a GPS can go out. Yeah. So I always have two GPSs running. No, that's cool. yeah, that's yeah. perfect. <laughs> but I think really that's the only challenge I haven't really mm-hmm. yeah I don't know I just kind of take things for what what they are even within the first um, couple of weeks I was on the road I was staying at a state park in Birmingham okay. went out to start my car my car wouldn't start so I get out my jumper cables yeah. open up the hood well squirrels have gotten in there and eaten mm-hmm. out the entire electrical system <laughs> you know so I kind of had these plans yeah. of where I was gonna go yeah. well, I couldn't do that yeah. anymore yeah. But you just kind of roll with the punches because, yeah. again, I'm, I'm not in a rush anyway. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I'll get there yeah. eventually. Absolutely. <laughs> so I think those are some of the things, especially when you're by yourself. Yeah. Um, and, you know, also as a woman that can kind of break you. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. or, or somebody who doesn't look like all the other people that, mm-hmm. that are out there when, you, when you're faced with some of these challenges, especially early on in your journey, mm-hmm. you can be like, you know what, I can't yeah. even yeah. deal with this. Yeah. But kind of as I was saying to you guys, you know, we're doing something that's so different right. and yeah. so amazing that yeah. People just usually don't get to do yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, even if they're a couple like what I call, or my father called botherations, they're just botherations. <laughs> right. You know, That's it's cute. a pain, yeah. it's a pain, but you yeah. get out, you, you get over it. Yeah. And it's such a small part of what we actually get to do. Yeah. I mean, like, like you guys said, you were able to see the Milky Way, yeah. you know, in the forest of yeah. Colorado. I mean, that's, that's incredible. It is. That's incredible. <laughs> it is. I, like, I also like what you were saying about like not rushing. I think that's something yeah. that we had to learn. Like, this like this whole lifestyle is like taking life slower and rolling with yeah. the punches and so there's nothing wrong with going slow and mm. it, oftentimes when you go slow that's when you catch the beauty right mm. exactly so like i know you mentioned last night you were talking about like smelling the roses you said everywhere. yes <laughs> yes whenever i see roses i smell them yeah, mm. yeah 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 and there's another saying that i heard this from someone that says you don't have to pay a lot but you do have to pay attention mm. You know, and so you can see little things on the, you know, the side of the road or or whatever, you know, because you don't, again, because if you don't have all that noise in your mind, like, oh, what were they doing on Facebook? I need to check my my Instagram, you know, that you might see something really cool just like out the side of your eye. And then you can go and experience something incredible. Yeah. Yeah. We've definitely taken a lot of detours where it's just like, oh, well, that's here. Let's just try it. Yeah. We don't have to necessarily, we don't have to be anywhere. You don't have to be anywhere. (laughs) That's like really the beauty. And so who cares if traffic's crazy? Yeah. Like I know a lot of, you know, that there are viewers who hate travel days. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I mean, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like why, like why yeah. drive 10 hours? Why not break mm-hmm. that? Like I'll yeah. take a, a 10 hour drive and break it up into three days. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just cause, yeah. like why? Exactly. I, there's no reason to push myself. What is the rush? And amidst right, what's all the, the rush? you can stay for free, like overnight, like yeah. even if it's just for a night, you yeah. know, to really take advantage of what you're near. Yeah, I don't stress myself yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. So what is some advice that you would give other women or other people who want to try this lifestyle? Like if they're like, I don't know. like My first piece of advice to everybody, Mm -hmm. stop buying stuff. Just just stop. That's good. Just stop. Yeah. You you really don't need anything else. Like you really don't need anything. That's the biggest thing, because a lot of times the the finances Mm -hmm. is what really stops you from being able to do a lot of things. Mm -hmm. So you got to get your your, your finances together. But 
but make a plan, you know, and whether it's, you know, there are people who retire early, who mm -hmm. just save up a bunch of money and can mm -hmm. retire early. There's some people who have jobs that they can do remotely. Mm -hmm. People may be wor working remotely already, at home. you know, right. at home. Yeah. And so, you know, you could talk to your, your, your managers and mm -hmm. say, well, if I'm, if I'm doing it remotely already, mm -hmm. you know, can I travel? Mm -hmm. The other thing is that you don't have to be a full-time RVer. You exactly. can be a part-time yep. RVer. You know, you, you can really make it be whatever it is that you want to be. You don't have to define your life by how everybody else mm -hmm. is yeah. doing it. Like I remember somebody said once, well, you know, what percentage of time do you boondock? And I'm like, I mean, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know <laughs> how long does it take you to hook up your car? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. try to be efficient, but yeah. like, there's so many things like, it doesn't matter. Just yeah. who cares? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So once you kind of let go of a yeah. lot of that, that pretense, yeah. you know, and another thing that's interesting is that, you know, when you do leave your, your social circle, mm -hmm. nobody really cares what you look like. <laughs> and there's that's a true. lot, there's a lot of freedom in that. Yeah, there there's is. a lot of freedom in that, mm -hmm. you know, especially, you know, when you're used to, putting on all the stuff so then when you start to kind of pull back the layers as to well why am I doing this yes. mm -hmm. and you do have a lot of people say oh well you know I like getting dressed up blah 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 but I'm like okay but when you're at your most comfortable what you know that? when you're at home what does that look like yeah. is it full makeup and hair Probably yeah. Not. <laughs> yeah. yeah you know I'm very comfortable mm -hmm. yeah. I'm very comfortable <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. You know, and like I always, I generally always have on tennis shoes because I never know, like I don't wear, you know, the, the rings and all that stuff because I never kind of know when I might want to go on a hike or yeah. something happens with the RV and I got to look under my RV. So I'm kind of always ready. I don't carry a purse anymore, mm -hmm. you know, just so I, I do things like, like, like that. Mm -hmm. But it's just a very simple, mm -hmm. simple way of doing it. I don't have a lot of yeah. stuff, accoutrement. Yeah. <laughs> living light. Living yeah. light. I'm very, like, yes. And also learning like to love yourself in the in the way that you were made as opposed to like making yourself be loved, right? Right. I think that's really, right. that's really cool. Right, because at the end of the day, nobody really cares. Like they really don't <laughs> care. Not really. And most of the time, yeah. I am not around people that I know. Mm. So they really don't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's such yeah. a freedom in that. Yeah. yeah. What is what is like the hope that you have for, I guess, is do you see this as a season or do you see this as like, you're just gonna, this is like, the plan from here on out like of my life the plan yeah oh yeah there's absolutely nothing i would change about my life yeah. absolutely nothing and i i except to go home if i needed to take care of my mother like right. that would be the only reason mm -hmm. i would go mm -hmm. back to maryland but mm -hmm. going back to a regular you know working in the office yeah. and that whole thing and uh sticks and bricks and not no, because mm -hmm. mm -mm. <laughs> to me that's the hardest part. Once you can cross your li cross the line yeah. into living very simply, yeah. and you can handle it, yeah. yeah, I see no reason to go back. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Why make it complex? Why make it complex again? again? Because I, I've I've seen some RVers they go back to regular life, and now they started getting all that stuff it's all so over easy. again. Yeah. It's so easy. I know, but it's just mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. It's not experiences. Yeah. yeah. You know, now, so like I went from my life being the same mm -hmm. almost every day mm -hmm. to now every day is different. Yeah. Like there are no two days of mine yeah. that are the same. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's cool. And that is cool. That is and after cool. being out here for two years, mm -hmm. I mean, I've done a lot of stuff. I've seen a lot of things. Yeah. And it could be even a simple day of, like if it's, let's say it's rainy or cold, mm -hmm. I have a foldable table that I can put out here and I do thousand piece jigsaw puzzles. That's so cool. Nice, yeah. And I'll just do a <laughs> jigsaw puzzle just looking out at yeah. whatever I'm yeah. looking out at. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people are afraid of like that quiet. I think, yeah. I think a lot of people are just afraid. Because even when you think of like buying things, it's like a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people buy things to fill something, yeah. right? Well, that's really the bigger issue. Yeah. Getting to really just peel back all the layers and just you mm. and your own thoughts. Yeah. It's, nice. it's scary for, <laughs> for a lot of people because sure. then you have to address maybe some of the things mm. um, that you've dealt with. And sometimes people don't, don't want to do that. Mm. But I find that it's really in the silence is where I've been most productive and most powerful and really it was in silence how RV life came to me yeah. if I hadn't been in silence I don't think I would it would have come to me because things happen so slightly I mean just yeah. the briefest of lightest thoughts came to me that made me go and look online for yeah. an RV or mm -hmm. you know change the channel to mm -hmm. something about small living yeah they're very 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 slight mm -hmm. that with the noise I would have never heard could it be easily missed mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's the thing. I mean, we pile on so many layers yeah. that yeah, you don't get to kind of who you really are, mm -hmm. and then you use other things to to cover it up. Like you, you were kind of asking about like TV shows. I think, yeah. I think the reason I don't get into those things is because I'm not necessarily that interested in somebody else's story and mm -hmm. somebody else's life, yeah. and yeah. a lot of things with like TV shows and books. It's all kind of contrived drama yeah <laughs> yeah and to me yeah. that's just more just energy i don't want For sure, yeah. whereas mm -hmm. i'm so comfortable in my own thoughts and in my own moments yeah. that that's where i would rather be and i don't really need to escape for lack of yeah. a better word yeah. yeah a lot of people don't realize that like oh yeah i'm covering up things or even like when you're talking about discovering who you really are yeah. like you what they say like you are the sum total of your was like eight people or something How oh interesting okay. oh, oh like, like the, the people around you, you hang oh, with oh like, interesting yeah like interesting. if you if you show me your friends you can show me you like that's another Ooh, way yeah. to say it interesting and so it's amazing how many people come to a group of people and then make themselves to be accepted by them but it's mm -hmm. like but do you know who you really are yeah. you know what i mean and i think like you said like being quiet taking time to yourself really it really kind of I guess it kind of forces you for lack of a better word it forces you to like really look at yourself you know right because if you're around you know these these eight people or whatever yeah. then then you wonder are your thoughts really your own mm -hmm. or, or are yeah. they thoughts of the group yeah. and and for me I never quite quite fit into the DC mm -hmm. life I mean I did it mm -hmm. but I just never quite quite felt like it was me yeah yeah being out here is me yeah mm -hmm. totally but again nobody else was 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 doing it yeah, yeah. yeah and like another interesting thing so for example um probably almost everybody we know is in a book club yeah. either currently in a book club yeah. or has been in a book yeah. like you got to be in a book club yeah. right like if, <laughs> what you're not in a book club right yeah so for me so i'm actually dyslexic so okay. reading is very hard for me and i never enjoyed it mm -hmm. But the thing is, if everybody's always talking about are you in the book club, why yeah. aren't you in the book club? Yeah. Then I would kind of make myself try to be in the book club, yeah. even though I wasn't really comfortable and it was not enjoyable to me. Yeah. 
you know, so it's things like that. When I realized mm -hmm. I don't have to be in a book club, yeah. I don't have to want to be a reader because that's not something that is enjoyable to yeah. me. I mean, I can read, mm -hmm. right. but, but, you know, but it's just not something that I like to do because again, I'm not interested in being in somebody else's story or reading about somebody else's story. I want to have my own mm -hmm. life and my own thoughts and mm -hmm. my own story. That's really good. That, that is really good. Period. But like, especially about, um, it's almost like these fake rules are set in place where we feel like we have to, mm -hmm. um, to do these things to fit into these things. Exactly. Right? And a, really exactly. like, huh? I was gonna say it's a form of survival. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. nobody yeah. wants to feel Be outcasted, outcasted mm -hmm. or alone or anything like that. So mm -hmm. they'll jump on board. Mm -hmm. Like the idea of the book club. Like, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. Like, if everybody's over there, like... I gotta be over there, yeah, too. I gotta, yeah. <laughs> so to say, I don't like to read, I mean, that is... Yeah. You know, like, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. You know, or to yeah. say, you know, I don't want children. You know, that's mm -hmm. another one. It's like, oh, but but everybody wants children. You know, or most yeah. people. I mean, it's different now, but... Yeah. You know, it's things like that. But yeah. what if that's not really you? Right. But right. you're making yourself do this because yeah. that's what everybody else is doing, or that's what society tells you to do, right. or that's what your family expects you yeah. to do. Yeah. 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 That's good. Breaking away from those expectations and really working. Cause I, so I've been in this place recently, just a, kind of a side tangent where I'm just, I want to live a free life and I want to live, live a life of ease. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. a lot, I think a lot of times we put like stumbling blocks, stumbling blocks in our own way. Again, like you said, trying to, trying to fit into this group or fit into this mold. And it's like, like you said, if you don't like to read, okay. Right. You know what I mean? It doesn't make you less of a person, right. you know, but society will tell you that it does. Exactly. Or if you don't want to like, make you know again we talked about the money thing like mm -hmm. we don't necessarily need a million dollars you know what i mean but if you're not striving to like be rich right like, if you're not on the grind yeah, yeah. then right. something's wrong yeah. with you. something's wrong with you and it's like yeah. no i want to live a life of ease i want to know what is enough for me mm -hmm. and then be able to supply that and then also maybe you know save because just in case right but the idea of enough really really puts in context like what is important and what's not what's right. extra and what's like what's easeful i know it's not really a word but like yeah. what is bringing ease into your mm -hmm. life yeah. so yeah, that's really good. So you're a solo black woman out here arguing. And so there are a lot of, I know there are people that have been interested in it and um, allow, and you know, for, I think it's important to really consider like, I guess the climate of the country and all this other stuff. But what has your experience been like being a solo black woman traveling? So just the term you mentioned, the climate of the country, the, the climate has really been determined mm -hmm. by the media. Yeah. So we believe that the country is a certain way because that's what the media mm -hmm. is saying and then maybe other people may or may not think something about us yeah. because of what the media is saying yeah right for sure <laughs> but in my experience and i've been all out west mm -hmm. all in the midwest i mean i've gone eight weeks and maybe seen five black people <laughs> is that i just try to deal with people individually mm -hmm. And people have dealt with me individually, mm -hmm. and I've actually had no problems. And if anything, people have been extra nice mm -hmm. to me, very helpful. And so I generally say, as long as people are either nice or indifferent, yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. But I've not had one person get in my face, say yeah. anything. I haven't even heard anything at the side of my, yeah. my <laughs> ear, you know. I've heard nothing. Yeah. I've heard nothing like that, but you would think that it's crazy. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now I'm always aware, and I don't do I don't do stupid things. Right. Yeah. Right. But it's not like what you think. Mm -hmm. It, at least my experience. Sure. Yeah. It's not like what you think it's like. Mm -hmm. yeah. You have to get out there and and go slow. Yeah. You know, like for me, 
I'm kind of a little more comfortable in cities mm -hmm. than in the middle of nowhere, yeah. where some people are, are more comfortable in the middle of nowhere yeah. than in cities. Yeah. So it just depends on what you're into, but you, you go slow and mm -hmm. yeah, just take it, just yeah. take it day by day, step yeah. by step. I love that, I love that. Cause trying to communicate that to other people. And again, I, that's why I want to share other people's experiences too, because mm -hmm. you know, one, our experience is not everybody's experience. Mm -hmm. And my experience is not everybody else's experience. But I also want people to know like, this isn't, we're not just like the anomaly. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like there are people out here who are, who are doing the thing. Well, there's a few of us. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean like solo black oh, well, woman yeah, RVers. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. If they're 20, right. I would be really, really happy right, right. if there's 20 of us. Hopefully there's a bunch watching this and then yes. maybe we can all connect. Like that would be great. But I really don't think yeah. there's a ton of us out oh, here. Oh yeah, no, that, that is like its own little yeah. sub, yeah, for sure. I wish there sure. were more. Yeah. You know, I definitely wish there were more mm -hmm. and um, and that would be great. Yeah. That would be great. And, you know, quite honestly, anybody who does want to come out, if you reached out to me, mm -hmm. you know, I'd be more than willing to, you know, camp with you or hang yes. out or talk or whatever, because I would really like <laughs> yeah. for there to be a few more of us yeah. out here. That would be great. Did you have any recommendations or things you, something you want to promote or something that's been helping you along the way that maybe might help somebody else? I know it could be anything, even if it's just being quiet <laughs> or not taking so much. Yeah, I think if you can <laughs> learn to stay in silence, yeah. I think a lot would be revealed to you about your path yeah. and uh, maybe decisions that you're trying to make. Yeah. But you got to get quiet for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Thank you. Sure. Thanks for doing this interview. Sure. Thanks.